is Jazz Shapers with Elliot Moss on Jazz FM. Listening colour in partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business, but it's personal. Good morning, I'm Elliot Moss. Thank you very much for joining. Jazz Shapers is where you can hear the very best of the people shaping the world of jazz, blues and soul. And the different spin on that is that we also bring in somebody shaping the world of business. We call them business shapers. I'm really pleased to say that my business shaper today is Daniel Roby. He's the founder and CEO of Think Jam, the entertainment marketing agency. Um, Daniel, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Very nice to be here. Good. I'm pleased. You look comfortable, relaxed, as creative people often do. A nicely buttoned uh, cardigan and the like. Tell me, uh, what does an entertainment marketing agency do when it's at home and what's it been doing since 2004? Um, We look after film companies, TV companies, book publishers, a couple of game companies, and essentially we help them craft a strategy to launch their product in the main movies and create assets, create communications and get the word out there. Is, is the simplest. So tell me, go, go back to 2004, why did you set this business up? What did you think you were, you were going to be doing to the world of, of communications? Because it wasn't short of a few agencies or two, even then. It wasn't short of a few agencies, but it was short of some digital agencies, mm. actually. And I started my business because I was made redundant. Um, and I was made redundant because the agency I was working for didn't want to pursue digital. And I did. So I, yeah, your eyes are glaring. Well, in the sense that, you know, looking now, you 2018, the notion of not pursuing digital is such a, a ridiculous position, isn't it? Which you obviously thought as well. To be fair to the company that I worked for, they were a brilliant agency and they stayed true to what they believed in and their values still stand today as a very successful agency. But I wanted to take the path of digital, PR, comms, creative and all those things for film studios. So I took a punt. Uh, and what does taking a punt look like when you start uh, a business like that? Because which bit of it could you do? Could you do everything? Or are you which side of the business have you been on historically? Um, I've done a bit of everything, which I think is quite important when you're running a business because you've got to know what all of the parts of the whole are and experience each one of those. Um, back then, or before my job, I was a designer. I did some development. And I felt very comfortable when I started managing clients and accounts, doing account management. Mm. So the client relationships is what I had and started building. And then I brought in lots of people smarter than me to do design, development and publicity. And just before we go some more music, first client, when did you get it or did you have one right at the beginning? I started with the client and my first client, which I probably can't say who it is, um, but it was a big job with a check for £220 for my first week's work, and that was the beginning of the business. 2004, one check, 220 quid. Um, how do you build that, Daniel, though? Because it, it, it always impresses me that people move out, and you moved out, you made redundant, as you said, but which is good because it forced the issue. But to then go off and build something and bring in people and all that stuff... Tell me a little bit about the early days and, and the sorts of obstacles you had to overcome. Um, the early days were lots of trust, lots of ambition, lots of excitement, um, trying to surround yourself by good people, lots and lots of beer and wine with clients, uh, entertaining clients all day long, which was which is the foundation and bedrock of the business and how many of the relationships are still there today, actually. Got the beer and the wine. And the clients, yeah. 
But <laughs> 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 well, are the clients there because of the beer and the wine? No, they're not. No. Are they there because, I mean, I, I've read about your business that you have very strong set of values. Mm-hmm. And, and values on a piece of paper never quite do justice to what happens in the real life. But loyalty, results, innovation, enthusiasm, teamwork sound pretty good to me. Yeah. Ha- have you inculcated your gang with that right from the beginning or have those emerged over the years? Um, they were always there, but we've crystallized them in recent years and formalized them in all the communications that we have internally and what we talk about in um, within the business. People's reviews are based on our values and people are in interviews talk to about our values and they have to believe in our values to have um, a, a bought-in view of the business. Mm. The buzz early on. So there's, I imagine, as we were saying, it's a difficult and, and full-on but I imagine you're quite. You look like quite a, um, a person who's got energy, creative energy, and you're twitchy for things to happen. Is that what you thought? Think has enabled you to grow this business? Um, oh, that's a good observation. I'm quite twitchy and I'm full of energy. Um, I don't mean literally um, physically no, 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 twitchy, but, but I mean I just sense that there's there's a lot going on straight away on meeting you. Yeah, there's a creative agency and a comms agency can't survive i don't think without energy and without excitement without innovation without change without trying to disrupt stuff not trying to use the those words to be cliched but using those words because that's the real part of the business we're we're changing stuff we're innovating we're trying to push clients we're nudging clients we're making mistakes we're failing we're trying again and nothing's ever perfect um we strive for perfection but we i don't believe we'll ever get there because otherwise it's perfect and mm. you can't get to perfect. So the energy in the business is really, really important across the teams. And finding those people must be critical for that. Yes, which we do in a number of different ways. But, you know, we've got an amazing team at the moment uh, and we always have had. We have lots of different people from lots of different backgrounds with lots of different skills, which I think is important. I sometimes call us a little bit of a, a glee club. Um, with clearly reference to the show, one of my favourite shows. There you go. Who would you be in Glee? Oh, that's an unfair question. It I is. Can't. Carry on, Daniel. I don't really. But you can you can think about that. If we, we don't have to come back to it. Um, but we're a mix of people with different backgrounds. We're not trying to be cookie cutter. Mm. So everyone needs to come with a different background, interest, energy, or passion, which makes up the whole. Stay with me for more from my business shaper. That's Daniel Roby talking about um, the importance of mixing different ingredients from different kinds of businesses and different backgrounds. He's coming back in a couple of minutes. But before that, some words of advice for your business from our programme partners at Mishkondorea. Hi, my name's Adam Morley. I'm a partner at Mishkondorea in the litigation department. And I spend a lot of my time working with entrepreneurs uh, on different issues, including in particular on deals and agreements that have gone wrong and a lot of the time one of the reasons why it's gone wrong is that the deal has been written on the back of an envelope or the back of a fag packet and commercial people think that they trust each other and they know each other Um, but when I'm asked I'm starting up my business I don't have a lot of money what should I spend money on because legal fees are expensive I think the core thing you should look to is your key commercial agreements And what are key commercial agreements? They're your agreements with your core partners. So if you're a brand and you're licensing uh, your brand to a distributor or you have a manufacturing agreement, you need to spend money on that agreement. You need to make it sure it's properly checked out by a lawyer. Don't buy the line that you have to agree to someone's standard terms and conditions because you don't. 
If you're manufacturing an item and your manufacturer gives you defective quality goods, that could kill your sales, kill your cash flow and kill your business. So when looking at these agreements, you should always look at the think of the divorce as well as the marriage because if it goes wrong, you'll need to come and talk to someone like me. And it's way cheaper to spend the money up front on getting good commercial agreements tightly drafted than it is to go to a litigator afterwards and say, look, I did this agreement on the back of the fag packet, um, but we all know what it means and he promised he'd do this. And then I'll start asking questions like, well, but where is it? Where's the email? Where's the letter? And you'll say, but we understood it. And, and sadly, that's how it goes. And you end up going to court and it costs a lot of money. Um, and it's much better to get things sorted at the beginning earlier. So in summary, if you are going to spend money on lawyers, spend it on them drafting your key commercial agreements so you don't ever have to talk to someone like me. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mishkondorea. It's business but it's personal. You're listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. Every Saturday, I'm very lucky because I get to meet someone who's shaping the world of business, doing something interesting, making a dent in the universe. If you'd like to hear of other dents in the universe from people that I've met in the past, you can, if you haven't already, enable your Alexa, say enable Jazz Shapers, and then you can say play Jazz Shapers, and magically uh, the latest programme will appear. British Airways is another destination for you, as is ft.com as well as cityam.com lots of places right now though the place to be is here because daniel roby is my business shape he's the founder and ceo of think jam an entertainment marketing agency they're full of things like pr and digital and much more we're talking about different backgrounds and different people um how do you get the best out of all these different people how do you ensure that when you put them in the room uh they are at their best and they are they feel safe and yet they feel also pushed i think there's two parts to that um, one is trust. Um, I've said a few times in the business, I've never really, I've never ever thrown anyone under the bus or shot anyone for making a mistake or doing something wrong or screwing something up. Um, people learn by those mistakes, but they know, and I hope they know, that they're surrounded by lots of people who will protect them, educate them, help them, guide them to get to the right places. But a lot of it does come down to trusting people and empowering people to do what they're good at and take natural paths not trying to shoehorn people into roles that don't quite fit do they say it's daniel's agency do your team go that it's his business or is it is that the vibe oh it's a tough question i mean in the sense of do they look and go that's that's the standard he's got energy he's client focused he understands how to run this business he's open to new ideas is that are those the standards that you're trying to push um I'd like to, when I'm in the office, um, I like to see people flourish and drive and make them feel, hope that they are feeling part of the business. We have really low attrition. We don't lose lots and lots of staff. So people clearly want to stay there for a reason. Um, it's not just the tea and coffee. But when I'm not in the office, I'm hoping it's running on its own and I'm hoping they feel proud to be part of the agency and proud to be part of the team and proud to work for the type of clients we want. And what do you think they, how would they describe Daniel, do you think, when you're not in the room? Um, twitchy. <laughs> in a good way. Um, I like change. I like asking awkward questions. I like challenging people. I like coming at things left field. I like mixing things up. I like saying things that are testing 
um, and I hope they see that. But I also I also think they see me as um, a supportive, open boss who's always there to help drive the business forward. And they're not exhausted by you, Daniel. I think many of them are very exhausted. <laughs> but they don't go anywhere. They like it. It's kind of it's a slightly masochistic thing. They know they're, they're getting something good. It's like good medicine. It's like good medicine. But seriously, I mean, there is a sense of, uh, you know, you're... You are one of those people in the industry, I believe. You're a regular judge at Eurobest, which is a part of Can Lion. You're on the Clio Awards panel. You're one of those people who go. They, the industry are saying he's he's one of those creative in, individuals. That must be hard to be around all the time. But I think that's bigger than just me and Think Jam. I think that's the industry as a whole because the entertainment industry it's on fire right now. It's changing. It has been on fire for many years. There's always um, there's continual evolution. So all the people we work with, our clients, we've got really, really smart clients. They're pushing us. That means I've got to push my team. That means my team have got to push my clients. So it's, a, it's an ecosystem of energy, I would guess. Stay with me for more ecosystem of energy type things from Daniel Rovey. He's the uh, founder and CEO of Think Jam. We've just made that. That was good. You've just got a whole new, there's a whole new genre of, uh, of stuff going on in this part of the world. Um, time for more music right now. Curtis Mayfield with Move On Up. Curtis Mayfield with Move On Up. I'm talking to Daniel Roby today as my business shaper, founder and CEO of Think Jam. Daniel, there's a there's something that that strikes me. You've you've got this credit business that you set up, and uh, it, you know you kind of in a in a nice way gloss over the difficulty difficulty behind this creation. You just you you fall back on the fact you're a credit person, the fact that you want to innovate and stuff. You took yourself off to Harvard for a long program. Um, of studying business, and it was specifically for um, uh, entrepreneurs like you. I've met many people, and not many of the people, over 300 here uh, on Jazz Shapers, and not many of them would do that. So as much as I buy the creativity bit, there sounds to me like underneath that there's a sense of the desire for robust thinking, for knowing stuff that really sets you apart. Is that a fair point? It's a fair point. Um, I'm hungry. I'm always, I've always been hungry to learn more. Um, I realised about five or six years ago that I was running this business. I was responsible for these people. I had ideas for other businesses. I had absolutely no business education or formal business um, training. So that's why I decided I need to go off to Harvard. I read a few business books that were, some were good, some were a bit crap am i allowed to swear on radio um, what was it what was the good one if you've got one good book if someone listening says so going well tell me that good book please the best book i've ever read and i've read it a couple of times is a book called the hard thing about hard things uh, by ben horowitz and it's about his growth from zero to billion dollar business but it's not business frameworks and it's not formal business practices it's his stories and it's the trials and tribulations of CEO and the loneliness on the journey and how he's achieved those things. And and that loneliness, was that true for you? Very, very true. Um, part of that was why I went to Harvard. Part of that why is why I created an advisory board and I surround myself by with people who are who have walked the path before. Because um, running a business is, is really lonely. Uh, I don't have business partners. I I make my decisions i work with my team they give me advice but ultimately everyone needs someone to talk to and someone to get support and guidance from believe it or not i haven't done this before so 
it's quite good to surround yourself by people who have done it before. Mm. The other business you set up back in 2014, which I'm interested in because I think it's a very smart thing to do in addition to the creative element of what you do, which is massive, is this data business uh, called Fuel Intelligence. Tell me a little bit about that and why you did it. We set it up because... We set it up because we were really frustrated that there was no alignment in data or metrics across across our clients. So lots of agencies putting lots of reports into clients and there was no benchmark. There was no even playing field. So no one really knew what good looked like. No one really knew what the numbers were and everyone was following a different hymn sheet. So we built this platform, um, probably my second punt or another punt. where These punts we, are paying off quite well, Daniel. You're good at this punt thing. <laughs> It should have been in horse racing. <laughs> Where we we built a platform and the platform aligned metrics and it allows an even playing field for agencies working for different companies. Off the back of that, it evolved into analytics, insights, audience profiling, defining audiences relative to brands that they like. Um, so it's it's grown and developed. And it's now, I think, in a place where lots of people are talking about data-driven marketing, data-driven creativity, creativity based on metrics. So it it helps that journey. I'm with Daniel Roby just for a few more minutes. I hope I use them wisely. Is the money important to you, Daniel? Business turning over around 10 million quid. It was £220 check 14 years ago. Does it it drive you? Is the money important? No. Um, We've never had a business plan. We've never had big goals. We've never tried to reach certain numbers are i mean clearly we have budgets and we work as a proper business but actually you, quick, you quickly had there less yeah. we think otherwise but the, no business plan is interesting but i hear that quite a lot as well it's by the time it's finished on paper it's it's out of date um f- for us it's about doing what we love we've stuck very true to film and entertainment we've struck to being creative we've stuck to being innovative stuck to trying new things they're the things that excite me they're the things that i get out of bed for in the morning and seeing some of our campaigns seeing some of the films that we've worked on out there in the public domain is clearly a a big high five on our hard work Mm. Uh, and then if if money isn't the objective and the great work is the objective are there ever times when you can and you said perfection is you're never going to get to perfect when can you ever sit back and go this is good do you ever stop and just say you know what i'm going to enjoy the moment never ever ever I never, I, and you can ask my wife. She's she's the one that tells me stop, look back, look at what you've achieved from reasonably humble beginnings. Mm. I never really stop. Um, I'm happy with what I've achieved, but I also think there's lots to go. I say to people many times, the party hasn't really started yet. There's still a whole world in front of us. I've got a lot of energy. I've got a lot of years left, hopefully. Mm. So it's 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 an infinite process. And you're in London. You're in LA. Yeah. Um, plans for global domination or is it about just doing better work with more clients it's not just about spreading our wings country by country um the the entertainment industry has certain pockets it's about making sure we're best in class in those pockets what would your advice be um to someone who's thinking about doing what you did 14 years ago because it strikes me and you said it earlier the entertainment industry has never seen so much disruption i mean it is literally changing on a daily basis ownership of big platforms platforms themselves speed of broadband competition from left right and center what would you say to somebody i'd say take a risk um i'd say take well we've used the word punt take a punt um i think the success of my business i would like to think is based on my ambition for success and loving what i do 
So I think if someone loves what they do, they have a passion for what they do, there's a real model there and arguably it can be scaled to something they're happy with, take a risk. It's been really nice talking to you. Um, uh, the king of punts and risks, and in a good way, though, because you obviously you've built something pretty special, and, and I hope you continue to do so. Just before I let you go, Daniel, what's your song choice and why have you chosen it? Uh, my song choice is uh, Mia and Sebastian from La La Land, um, and I didn't choose it. Uh, my kids chose it. So we're in the entertainment business. Um, I watch lots of movies. I watch a lot of movies with my kids. My kids are very into... Uh, music. My son has a saxophone scholarship. My other son plays trumpet. We watch these movies together and I asked them and they chose this. Excellent. Here it is just for them and for you. That was Mia and Sebastian, the theme tune to the fabulous film La La Land, the song choice of my business shaper today, Daniel Roby. Talk about taking a risk. He was the guy who said it's worth a punt, and that's a fabulous message for anyone thinking of setting up a business. A person who understood the importance and the power of bringing people from different backgrounds together, of blending them in a way to create super creative approaches to clients' problems. And finally, someone who had abundance of nervous energy and that as a creative person and as a leader is really, really important. All great stuff. You've been listening to Jazz Shapers with me, Elliot Moss. I do hope you've enjoyed the programme. Stay with us here on Jazz FM for more jazz, blues and soul. Jazz Shapers on Jazz FM. In partnership with Mish Kondorea. It's business, but it's personal.